Who's ready for some junior hockey talk with your host, Kyle Outridge? It's your man, Kyle Overridge. I'm back. And, well, joining me after a malfunction on our end, uh, the president of the Ontario Junior Super League, Dwayne McKillop. Dwayne, how are you doing, sir? Hey, I'm doing great, Kyle. Thanks for having us, man. It's great to be here. Well, it would have been nice to have it done the first time, but unfortunately, you know, software and technology, it works for you and it works against you. But uh, thanks for taking the time to come back. Let's get right into it. Um, you're a Richmond boy. You've got a big venture going on. I know uh, our social media has been sharing a lot of what you guys got going on. So uh, give them a rundown of yourself quick there, Dwayne, and then let us know what's going on with this new Super League you got going. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, I'm a sports admin grad, so I'm kind of uh, schooled on the business side of sports. Uh did a lot of internship work, did a lot of co-op work, started my career kind of in the pro sports industry uh, from Laurentian University in Sudbury, which is a pretty well-known sports admin program. Um, had some great professors out there, uh, you know, Sam McMaster, who was the general manager of the LA Kings and guys like Blaine Smith from the Sudbury Wolves. And, uh, you know, I've most been coaching AAA hockey in the GTHL for a little while and worked with uh, Brad Selwood, former uh, Toronto Maple Leaf uh, out in the Markham major organization and, and really just kind of watched a group of boys go from you know when they started at kind of the ice puppy level all the way up to their draft year which was the 04 year this year and you know it kind of it kind of dawned on us that um you know there is a there's kind of a unique situation that's that has been existing in hockey for quite some time um which is there's not really uh when a when a child gets drafted in the 04 year and maybe they're not drafted in one of the top rounds or maybe they go undrafted, even though they're a great hockey player, they, they're really faced with only a couple options. And, and I mean, one option is, you know, go back and, and you secure a spot in a midget AAA program and, you know, take a shot at maybe getting to your OHL dream by, you know, going in the midget draft or coming in as a walk-on or a free agent signing. Um, or you can try to make a, a current junior team in the area, which is a great path as well. Um, you know, especially if those kids are then focused on, you know, trying to get to like the ECHL or the USHL or any of the semi-pro or pro leagues that are out there. It's a great pipeline for them. Um, or what scares us the most is the third option that a lot of kids do at that point in their careers, they quit. And as Canadians, we should be mortified that you work all your life and enjoy all those hours at the rink and drive your kids everywhere and have all that family time and the passion that is in hockey to only have them quit after that. And that's where the genesis of this league came from. Because we want to give them another option, which is, look, take your talents and let's focus Canadian and Ontario kids on staying as student athletes and start feeding the Canadian and Ontario universities and colleges, uh, which is one of hockey's best kept secrets, in my opinion. And I couldn't agree more. And uh, that's a great point. And one I want to really push here is the fact that you guys are really driving the staying home and, and going to school and remaining in, in, in Canadian universities. And, and then having the pipeline of going to NCAA, if you're really that, 
that determined on going that route. But I guess what a lot of people are, are thinking right now, Dwayne, and I guess we should probably get out there. What is the what is the big goal here for the OJSL? Because, I mean, everybody, you know, there's looking at it at another junior league. What are they going to do? It's going to be another outlaw league. Um, what are your thoughts on that? What do you guys got planned for that? And uh, let, what are, what's going to make you guys a little bit different for the players in that sense? Well, I think our value proposition and our mandate kind of is what's going to set us aside to distinguish ourselves as a different option, you know, not better, not worse, but just different than the current junior options. And that is really threefold. I mean, one, you hit it on the nose. We are aligning ourselves with CIS and U hockey uh, with the college associations here. And our number one primary mandate is let's feed those programs that don't have the recruiting staffs or the budgets um, to really get out and see all these players. And so, the student-athlete angle is a really big deal for us, but the focus on Canadian schools first um, and Ontario schools first is kind of one distinguisher. We are still going to create pipelines for NCAA, whether it's D1, D2, D3, but the reality is we want to focus on trying to keep Canadian kids and Ontario boys playing here as opposed to having to go elsewhere for opportunities. And I think a lot of those opportunities fall into our second mandate, which is we really believe that when you get to the level of junior A hockey, um, we believe that you shouldn't have to pay to play. You've paid all of your life, thousands of dollars to play on multiple AAA teams all the way up through your life. Our model is by year three that this league is completely free to play in. So we have some, some really nice corporate sponsors that are coming on board with us. And we also have a whole feeder team system that we are going to be laying out in stage two and stage three of our plan which is important to tell people because we don't want people thinking we're just a Maverick league that was born because COVID was here. The reality is this league was going to start next season. Anyway, we're going early because COVID has orphaned so many players that we now may have an opportunity to give them a place to play. And that's really the reality of what we're doing right now. And we're going early. So we don't want to be viewed as a Maverick league. We actually want to, once we get this off the ground and people understand that we're trying to feed and promote Canadian hockey players playing in Canada, we believe that the, the Hockey Canada uh, may involve us in their sanctioning process. I mean, we would love to get sanctioned and we would love to fall under that pipeline as another option for Canadian hockey players. And I, and I think that will come to fruition once everybody truly absorbs what we're trying to do with our model. Yeah, and I can fully I can fully agree with that, especially with uh, you know keeping kids in Canada and Ontario and, and and having that focus of really building a relationship with the universities in Canada. I think that's a a very like you said earlier uh, a hidden gem or or a forgotten league or um, the caliber of hockey that comes out of there isn't comparable. And I mean, uh, watching some of those games, I beg to differ. And it's some great hockey. I think it's it's some hockey that needs to be. Uh, promoted a little bit better so that's great that you guys are trying to do that and the, and the model of not having to pay to play junior hockey I mean I'm a big fan of that I, I think um, I've been vocal about this in the past I think it's crazy the amount of money these teams charge uh, especially when these kids are so young moving away from home to play and I and I get it it, it, it costs money to run a team but at the end of the day uh, if we're really looking out for the players, then I think that's a big thing. So that that that'll go a long way. But I know uh, also, Dwayne. I mean, I guess with with COVID and and what you mentioned there, I guess how are you guys going to intend to play? How do you plan on rolling out a schedule? Uh, how do you plan on getting these guys on the ice? And uh, what is your schedule looking like if you guys do get to roll out onto the ice soon? Well, most of our nine franchises have uh, started their tryouts already. Uh, I know there are actually we actually have players already signed in the league. Um, we are the plan for gameplay right now is we're working on a hub scenario 
uh, and that hub scenario. Uh, we have a couple of different options that we're working on right now. So we're hoping to make that announcement by the end of this week. Um, but the reality is we think that's the safest way to be able to control our COVID protocols. We will not be playing body checking this year. I mean, that's a non-starter with the, with the environment that we're in. But there are plenty of leagues out there playing today right now where they're playing regular hockey with the exception of body contact. And the, the rinks, I got to give my hats off to the rinks and, and those guys running those type of leagues. Um, you know, their COVID protocols are fantastic. I mean, they make sure that, the, you know, you're going in under the right circumstances. There's nobody sick. There's nobody coughing. There's nobody showing any symptoms. You're being tested. Um, I mean, there is, uh, I find, I find the arenas in particular, I I've been really impressed with them. I, you know, the, I know that sucks for parents. I mean, I feel, feel for them, but our league's going to address that just like some other leagues have with the fact that we're going to have live streaming games and we're also going to have a YouTube channel. Um, and part of that is all done because we want to create footage for player profiles that will also help, uh, when we're trying to endorse these players to, to CIS and U hockey. Yeah, and that's a great feature. I think you guys, uh, I remember talking to you beforehand and when we tried to record this episode a couple of days ago, um, that you guys are really going to focus on having those those uh, clips and those profiles for the players that, you know, scouts will be able to access and coaches and be able to, you know, really get a feel of what they're looking at without, you know, having to send people so far or whatever the case may be. Um, I also like that idea of being in a hub and, and having all the games. That's kind of cool for for the, for the guys that get to, you know, see their competition as well and, you know, kind of make it a one big, uh, one almost like a tournament like they're used to. So that's kind of cool too. So I guess how long do you plan on the schedule being and uh, have you guys decided a playoff format, anything like that yet, Dwayne? Uh, we've been kicking a couple ideas. So we have, as you can imagine, several different schedules. We, we had originally anticipated the demand for this maybe around the six-team uh, year one kind of launch, but we've been uh, – pleasantly surprised or maybe we underestimated the demand for this and we were already up to nine franchises so we have several different variations of the schedule all of them kind of are from the november to the end of march timeline um right now we have uh, one scenario where we're talking about three rounds of playoffs uh and then there's another idea that we're kind of contemplating right now with the nine teams that we may have a uh similar to like a play down tournament uh with with a championship game series at the end of it um, so that, you know, your, your regular season is for seeding and then your, uh, your kind of year end tournament, uh, kind of, you know, weeds out your, your other teams and you get down to a couple of teams and those teams then go into a series format. Um, so there may be that, but, uh, right now, again, we are, because we are sitting at nine franchises and we're still getting calls every day for people that want to add franchises to us. Um, I mean, the reality is we're, we've got to focus on just the logistics of the league at this particular point and making sure that the experiences we're going to give to these players are top notch. We can worry about expanding more teams later on. Um, but I, again, I think over the next kind of by the time Halloween rolls around here, our plan is to have all this locked in and on our website. Awesome. And, and that's great news. And I, I know a lot of people have been reaching out looking for uh, for information and wondering when this league's going to start and if there's places to play. So uh, that's definitely a lot of good news for you guys. And uh, like you said, being being in the thought process of six teams and now having nine, that's a, a pretty good jump in uh, a lot of uh, a lot of interest. So that's great for you guys. Um, let's give people a quick rundown, I guess, Duane, of where these uh, franchises are going to be located. Uh, I guess a lot of people will be wondering, you know, are they spread out? Uh, where do you got your franchises located as of so far with the nine? 
So uh, we've kind of divided it. Uh, if you can kind of geographically go east to west, we kind of roll from Guelph in the farthest west with the jackals uh, up north to the berry swordfish. Uh, so that's kind of the, the U shape across the province of Ontario. And it includes franchises in Oakville, Etobicoke, Mississauga, Vaughan. Uh, we have two Toronto franchises. Uh, and then we have the Newmarket Monarchs and then uh, ending north with the berry swordfish. So um, really good people running these organizations and franchises in charge of them. Uh, mostly ex-pros or ex-guys from junior hockey. Um, lots of NHL support for this right now. Uh, a few players that have left the game that think this is a brilliant idea just to try to help kids. Uh, and, and there's a lot of ex-university players that we've been talking to that, you know, we're like, geez, I wish this was an option when I was there because, I, you know, I had to promote myself to these coaches at the university for us to play there because I, I, the way the model works right now, I mean, OHL players, when they're done their, their years in the OHL, because of the education program, a lot of them are dropping down into the CIS or U hockey, but they can't fill all the rosters. I mean, there's just not enough O players to do that. And so the reality is, where do you get the rest of your teams from? And usually it's from the local community that sits around that school. So, you know, for example, and, you know, I went to Laurentian, you know, at the time we had the Sudbury Cubs up there. You had the Rayside Belfort Canadians, um, the NOJL teams that are up there. And those are kind of feeding, you know, you got time as a coach, uh, you know, at Laurentian, you got time to maybe go see that, that guy a couple of times because he's only playing 20 minutes away from you. But how many times do those coaches and scouting staff come down here to see us? Um, like they just don't have that time budget. So for us, we're going to push all those player profiles and information up to them. And that's what we're going to do to feature and get more of these kids into the pipeline. And, you know, the, the CIS coaches that we've talked to and the recruiters that we've talked to so far at those schools, they have been uh, going absolutely crazy with excitement over this because we can uh, now they're going to get a whole bunch of added recruits to their programs. Yeah. And then that's, that's definitely uh, going to be a big, uh, a, I don't want to say selling feature, but a, a big uh, difference from other leagues and them having that pipeline actually pushing that information to them rather than, you know, being guided to the USHL or NCAA programs and, and wherever else beforehand. So that's awesome. And that, I mean, that's a bunch of great news there for you folks. I mean, stay tuned, I guess, Dwayne, where does everybody find all the information about the league right now that's available and, uh, where I know there's uh, we'll be sharing all your social media and covering you guys all season, but what, what's the website for everybody out there? Uh, website is uh, ojsl.hockey. Um, and right now you'll find our league mandate and kind of the descriptions that we've kind of talked there, as well as all of our social media feeds, our franchise names and all of our head coaches and GMs are listed on there. Uh, we are going to be going live with a revised site uh, that kind of has more of the, the experiences that we've been talking about, the, the three stars of the week, the plays of the week, the saves of the week, the highlights of the week. Uh, we're going to have lots of video feeds. We're going to have our OJSL TV channel running off of that. Uh, live stats and player profiles will be found there as well. And that all comes as we grow the uh, league and get ready for the launch of the official website and announce the hub and et cetera. So really exciting time right now. I mean, we're going 100 miles an hour, but this is a, a fantastic opportunity for a lot of hockey players. Yeah, it definitely sounds like it. And uh, I mean, we don't want to slow you down. Uh, for those of you, all of our followers out there, we'll be covering the OJSL every week with the OJSL podcast, OJSL This Week. Uh, I look forward to speaking with you again, Dwayne, down and down the road when things are fired up and going. Uh, I know we have a few other guests already lined up from the OJSL, so it'll be uh, exciting to cover you guys 
uh, thank you for the opportunity and uh, for all the followers. Make sure you're checking out OJSL on all social media feeds, their website. And uh, Dwayne, try not to work too hard, bud. Enjoy some of it if you can. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It's uh, it's not work if you enjoy it. And I've been having a blast so far. So thank you, brother. No problem. All right, Junior Hockey Talk. Remember, everybody, keep your stick on the ice and have fun. Junior Hockey Talk fans, thank you for listening. Another great episode. So happy you joined us. I am the host, Kyle Outridge. Please make sure you reach out to us on our social media feeds. We are on Facebook at Junior Hockey Talk. We are on Twitter at JR Hockey Talk 1. Check out our blog, our website at www.juniorhockeytalk.com. Be sure to check us out on Instagram at JR Hockey Talk. And until next time, keep your sticks on the ice, folks, and have fun.